0: Co-worker of yours
3: Hey, thanks for listening to Dirt and Spray On Demand, a Service Patriots podcast. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs. Check out the latest special offers for our listeners at servicepatriots.com slash fan. This
1: message will self-destruct. What time is the, what time is the It's time to begin the football weekend. And as they say in Tinseltown, roll up. This is a Football Friday edition of Dirt and Spray. They had pride. They had talent. They had hats and t-shirts.
4: Brought to you by the Odyssey app. Download the Odyssey app, follow 1080 The Fan, and enable push notifications to get the latest on the Ducks, Beavers, Blazers, and more.
1: Dirt and Sprague on 1080 The Fan.
3: All right. 6.02 in the Rose City. Time for Dirt and Sprague on Portland's Sports Leader. 1080 The Fan. 24
5: Reno. Blue Red Red right. 24. Red, Red
1: Foxo. Foxo. 59. A-
3: What is evident? Didn't watch a second. Didn't watch a second? Not one. Of NHL hockey? Are you still not a fan? Have we warmed you over yet? I actually didn't watch any NHL last night. I wish
5: I wouldn't have watched the Kraken blow it in (laughs) Carolina.
3: No, I didn't some, watch hockey. I got some issues. The under of the abs pens hit, not the over. It did? The under hit in that game? 4-0. God, come on. A lot of unders hit last night in the NHL. How would I know that? I follow the NHL <laughs> via my DraftKings app. <laughs> Who didn't score last night? Who got shut out? A, a lot of teams. A lot of teams did. It wasn't yeah. just shutouts. It was like 2-1. Yeah, come 3-1. On. Come yeah. on. A lot the of these goal three, lines two, are 5.5 to 6.5. 3-2 overtime, uh, the
5: Canes. Yeah. After the uh, Kraken got the first two in the first quarter. Or no, first I uh,
3: of... did not watch one single second of Buck's Bills. You didn't watch a second of the game, huh? I wasn't allowed to. You don't have Amazon Prime anymore? Uh, my daughter's cross-country meet was from uh-huh. 4.15 to 6.30. I then went straight from that. She had a choir concert at 7 uh... at her middle school. That got out at 8.30. When I got home from that, I did a Jack Ramsey's podcast Until 9.45 at night. It's a fun little uh, Thursday afternoon. Um, Yeah, you could say that, I guess. How's our Blazer fans feeling after the opener? Still enthusiastic about what's to come? Are we still fired up? I don't know. I uh. Uh, When we do those, I don't see the live chat. He does. Um. And so I, I actually just, all I see is him on a screen. I have no idea what people are saying, commenting on. Ooh. and <laughs> It's probably <laughs> a good spot to be in. I, it's no different than what I do here <laughs> at the radio show. Uh, Was it more it.
5: about the Blazers opener or the level of sadness watching Dame drop 39 on the Sixers?
3: Yeah, we'll get to that today. Yeah. Um, I disagree with that take, but no, it was, it was, I mean, the blazer podcast was primarily about the blazers. Well, you didn't miss much. The bills won the game. Josh Allen, they did not cover because of a of a late touchdown. On yeah, one they, of the weirdest drives I've ever seen in the history
5: of football. Yeah, like 87 plays, <laughs> nine minutes, they two burned penalties by fourth quarter. Or by, uh, on fourth down. This is when the Bucs got, got to down. 18.
3: This is when they got to 18. Yeah. They had the ball basically the entire fourth quarter. And it took two them deflected passes to quarter. score
5: <laughs> the touchdown
3: and the two-point
5: conversion. I it,
3: <laughs> did read that there was an untimed down that should have happened <laughs> to give them right. one more play, and it didn't happen. <laughs> well, they had... Hail Mary! Hail
5: Mary! And everybody's grabbing yeah. everybody. It, yeah, they never throw a flag in that, except uh, on Monday night in
3: Seattle. <laughs> okay, but I I did read that it was pretty egregious. Oh, it's bad. Have you not seen an, the replay? It's know, awful. I only saw an article that was like the Bucks got absolutely hosed. They got they should have had an untimed down for one opportunity to take a lead or tie the game, and they didn't. Yeah, it was like dudes getting tackled in the end zone, bad as the ball's in the air, like just throwing people to the ground. Okay, wait. and very well, very easily. Like everybody's like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa! What is this Royal Rumble? You can't do that." You set that up, swag, <laughs> as if it was run of the mill. Every Hail Mary play, you do not watch people get <laughs> tackled on every Hail Mary play. Guys were flying all over the place, man. And
5: despite all that, had a receiver turned his head around a would've half second it. earlier, he could have caught the ball unmolested. Yeah,
3: what he was right there. It landed like two two feet away from his body, and he just didn't fully turn around, and then the ball landed, and then he turned around. It's like if you just have your head in the right spot, you catch that, despite two of your wide receivers getting tackled in the end zone. I'm nervous for your Bills. Yeah, my Bills are not – Josh Allen got hurt again. Well, kind of. He went into the tent and then threw a weird deflected interception. He got went down awkward on a run. It just – yeah, they don't feel right right now. My Bills don't feel right. They haven't felt right all year. They play to every opponent. They don't play above. I would they say play they. Two. Felt, I would say they felt right against Miami. They beat the living hell brains out of the Miami Dolphins. That was that was a nice win. Kind of the anomaly to their season. That is that was their one I outlier. Don't,
5: I don't think Josh Allen and the new OC are on the same page yet. And and listening to Josh's comments in the post game, they're still trying to. I like, I don't know who doesn't trust who. You but, think it's an OC quarterback hmm. problem, not a we-don't-have-a-running-game problem. Well, there is a <laughs> we-don't-have-a-running-game problem. That's <laughs> obvious. But uh, I, I listening to Josh Allen in the post game, I was like, he's not either fully on board with how they're setting up what they want to do or how he's calling the game or doesn't trust him or doesn't get something.
3: I don't know what it is. Yeah, The tough part for Buffalo, I feel like every year, is having to balance the dynamic aspect of Josh Allen. Because he's an incredible playmaker, but also acknowledging that if he gets hurt, your season's done. And so you're like in this fine line of like, yeah, you want him to run because we don't have much of a run game. He helps you a lot in that department. And then he takes an awkward hit, and he goes into the blue tent, and everybody's like, oh, my God, the season's probably over. That should have been James like, Cook. <laughs> like, you're just in this weird in-between of, like, it's game eight of the regular season. Do we really need to be running him this much? Yeah. But also, we can't run the football. Can we win games if we don't run him this much? You're in that weird yeah. in-between of he is he does everything, it feels like, at times for that offense. And without that, they're just they're just kind of lost. I just think they're so one dimensional that it kind of yeah. Lends. Well, it hurts
5: them in the fourth quarter. They were yeah. up two touchdowns. They should have had they been able to run and yeah, grind out some some first downs
3: and choose some clock, they wouldn't have been in that position so, at the end of the game. But is that a, see? That's kind of my point, though. Is that an OC quarterback problem, or is that like we I don't know. have a running game? You, there are two elements to your offense: the the passing game right. and the running game. You're at 50% strength, and if Diggs is blanketed, can you rely on Dalton Kincaid? Can you rely well, on, they did Gabe on Gabe Davis? Davis?
5: Gabe Davis had his
3: best game as a pro. Okay, can uh, you do that every week? <laughs> like That's kind of what Buffalo yeah, is. That's the tough part with them. It is the hard part um, with them, and defensively, they were great, and then they suffered injury. Yeah, it's one where I would try and keep him as healthy as possible. Obviously, I know, hot take uh, for the playoffs. And then I'm just, Josh Allen is my running game in the playoffs because they don't have any other really answers. I cook had like 67 yards last night, but late in the game, when you're up 24 to 10 in the fourth, I turned it off for a bit because I'm like, ah, this game's over. They scored right out of the gate in the third quarter. They're up by 14. Uh, Baker Mayfield's not erasing that deficit in Buffalo. But Buffalo couldn't run the ball, and so you kept kind of giving them opportunities. They were trying to milk the clock. The drive, though, was it was one of the funnier things I've ever seen. To see a team down by 14— to then have to take basically nine minutes to score a touchdown. And then it's like, wait, okay, now there's only two minutes left. Like just the sense of urgency, Mm -hmm. the watching the clock. It's like, they're not even in midfield yet. And they've already used six minutes. Like, are we going to pick up the pace at all here, Tampa? I mean, they ended up almost winning the game on a Hail Mary. So I guess it, it nearly worked for them, but it was funny to watch a team that just couldn't, just couldn't score any faster than that. It took them forever. Well, they win. That's the important thing, right? They're on, they win, they beat the Bucks. They got a fun one coming up. They got a bye week next week, and then they're in Cincinnati on Sunday Night Football. Yeah, that's a pretty big one. Redemption for the playoffs last year. No, I think that's <laughs> next Monday. It
5: might look like a bye because of the oh. Thursday. Their bye is week 13.
3: Oh, okay, it says Eleven Five on NBC. Is that next? Oh, yeah, that is. Yeah. Is that a week from Sunday? yeah Yeah. Oh, okay well next Sunday they play the yeah. Cincinnati Bengals it's November next week god what the hell happened Halloween is Tuesday that is yeah it is isn't it yeah well, I'm not ready for that it's okay. I gotta go get some candy, man. Uh, I ate all of we. Well, you said candy. you bought candy a month or nah, two ago. We got it. We bought candy in August and it was all gone. You got
5: dirt and a pregnant. <laughs> I guess they, yeah. she got pregnant, Nick. <laughs>
3: and, <laughs> and then we got it. We got another bag of candy to make up for the first bag of candy. And that one, the wife got the bad. Like she got like the York Bar bag of candy. So, yeah. so you don't got, like
5: the peppermint patties? We got a lot it's of not those. Cool and refreshing around the house. Can you bring those in? I love the York
3: peppermint patties. <laughs> I mean, a lot of kids in my neighborhood going to be disappointed. York patties. What the hell is this? Are you aware that fathers gain weight with the mothers during pregnancy? Not me, baby. I'm slimming down. Are you? No yeah. sympathy, weight gain? <laughs> no. Who ate most of the candy? If you had to do a percentage give out here, you are definitely her? her. What's that percentage? It's like eighty to twenty. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. It's not Good. even close. I can really believe him. I'm not eating two or three her under the bus every night. <laughs> after you know what's dinner. funny is sometimes he he likes to tell you like oh, I don't like sweets. I don't really care about sweets. And then he will like running like yeah we eat all the candy. It's all gone. I have. A, the, mm-hmm. the, the, nom, the cake nom, is nom, gone. Nom, 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 the cinnamon, nom, rolls, nom, 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 the nom, cinnamon nom, rolls all okay. gone. The time where I, you get me most with sweets is right after dinner. When you're high. When I'm <laughs> right <laughs> right when I finish dinner and I'm like, all right, I'm kinda cleaning I'm like standing in yeah. the kitchen cleaning up a little bit. I need something sweet. So are you a nibbler or is it like, a, oh, p- like a, a a whole piece of cake, a whole piece of pie? No, we don't whole- have cake. know. We never have pie or cake God. in the house. It's mostly Halloween candy, this kind of yeah. like this time of year. And you're like, ah, there's a little there's a little pumpkin right there by the sink and I'm doing the dishes, and there's a little fun-size Snickers. It's just staring me in the face and I'm like, all right. Ah. I'll have a couple of those. You guys have brought me back. I was in a bad mood today. I've had a I've had a weird ten hours. It's, it's a football Friday, man. We got to be happy. I know. I'm fired up for a football Friday, but uh, again, I didn't get to watch anything yesterday. I watched Damian Lillard on delay. Yeah, it's no fun. I uh, missed the football game, and then I go into bed at an obscene hour for me lately, and then I'm waking up, and my wife says I bought coffee, and I'm like, Yeah, I bought coffee. I don't think I bought coffee. You didn't buy coffee. Couldn't find coffee. Mm. Couldn't find it anywhere. And she shows me the picture, and I'm like, I don't. I gotta be honest with you. I've never bought this in my life. So why did you say you did? I'm like, I don't know. You you sounded so convinced, and I forget things all the time, and then it was kind of like a weird blaming me thing, and I'm mad because I got to drink an energy drink, and I don't want to drink an energy drink. And, yeah, you want a coffee this early in the and morning. And then I got in trouble at work, so I have to have a meeting after <laughs> work today. Don't you do that? Don't do it. Okay, thank you. Can I go home now? <laughs> <laughs> Things are going great. So you know. Hey, your beeves are gonna win tomorrow night. I hope so. That's all that matters. God, right? I hope so. They're gonna win. They're gonna they're gonna turn that frown upside down. You know DJ has the second most pressure on him in the conference. Like in terms of like winning the game or like pressure in the pocket no, kind of thing? pressure in the pocket. Oh, really? I've been saying it all year, man. I love our offensive line. The coach, the lineman, uh, uh, Fuaga, is the best offensive lineman in college football, according to PFF. They have not been good in pass protection. I've been saying this all season long. Second highest rate pressured. Your quarterback has the least amount of pressure. And Fafita has the second least. Fafita. Nobody's getting to Fafita. Well, let me throw some things at you here in reaction to that stat. I would say, one, you guys have played, I would argue, two of the best defenses, if not maybe the two best in the conference in UCLA and Utah. Yeah. So that will affect that stat a little bit. Fafita has started three games. Washington State was not, like, that was an absolute outlier. I don't think he was touched in that game. USc's defense is is not good. not good at all and Washington's defense can be serviceable but they're not great at getting out for the quarterback that's yep. not their strength but USC sacks the quarterback yeah but how much of, I would love to go look at how many of those happened in those like San Jose State games when you're up 28 and you know 52 to 35 in the th- late in the third quarter oh you're suggesting trash stats for usC well like huh? I like this there's a stat out there Oregon's rush defense is like top 10 in the country did you know that? Uh, I wouldn't have known top 10. No. Okay. They're like, I think they're like yardage? Yard, yardage, yards per or game, yards per attempt. I think, I just believe it's total yardage okay. per game. And if your yards per game are that low, I'd imagine your yards per attempt are pretty low too, but you know what kind of flies in the face of that? Like 5 of this of their 5 or 6 of their opponents have been outside the top 100 in rush offense in the country. Mm. So that's like when you see stats like that sometimes there's a deeper meaning to it. I think Oregon has a good defense. We'll find out how good their rush defense is this weekend, but they're not top 10 in the country. Well, yeah. And but, now you're going to play a team that can run the foot. You're going to play a team that can be physical and that can run the football. Like you just you haven't really seen that yet. But but I yeah, I think the thing that benefits them too and we'll get into this today they're also a very one-dimensional team you're playing. So, yeah, they can run the football, but, very like, true. Very true. your defense knows – uh, you you stop the run, we'll win. Yes, that I is, mean it's kind of that simple. Yeah, if you slow them down, unlike USC, and don't let them run for 250 yards on you, you got you got a decent chance. You see this defensive back? <laughs> don't let him rush for 150 yards. When he's in the game, they're gonna they're gonna give him the ball. He's gonna run the football, or yeah. they're gonna throw it to him down the sideline and cover his ass. It's like running the wildcat <laughs> with Coletto. Yeah. I wonder what they're gonna do here. I don't know. Could be anything. Well, uh, let's get it going. We'll straight line today at 8:30. We have no guest. You didn't really feel like we needed a to guest today it's a big weekend man a I don't lot want anybody get getting in the way of this crap
5: yeah all right well yeah. it's the convergence of all four major sports will be played oh yeah this weekend and i think
3: all four of them will be played actually on monday uh Touché. there you go so we'll spread the line at 8 30 get those spraying line sponsors into the vancouver ford text line 503-864-6326 let's get it going with the local taste Uh, Oregon at Utah and Oregon State in the desert. We start there. Dirt and spray on the fan.
0: worker of yours.
3: Alright, welcome back in. Dirt and Sprague here on a football Friday on Portland Sports Leader 1080 The Fan, the Odyssey app, or YouTube.com backslash 1080 The Fan. You can see my sick dog shirt today. That is a pretty cool shirt. Matt commented saying the audio sounds different today, like you're all using one mic in the middle of the conference room. That's so awesome. Is that's, that on YouTube or that's the a app? YouTube, That's a YouTube thing. Ah. So hopefully the YouTube audio is uh, improving. So uh, let us know, Matt, if it sounds any better. Yep. We didn't do anything, but maybe it's fixed. Yeah, appreciate you telling us so we can let somebody know, or maybe, yeah, to your point, it'll just change. You just unplug it and plug it back in. That's usually what I do when I got a problem at my house. You know, that's kind of my go-to as well. <laughs> yeah, see if it works. <laughs> I have that problem in my car with my phone. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah, the um, the Bluetooth doesn't always auto-connect. It's kind of a pain in the ass when it does that. And, uh, yeah, so I'll I'll turn my Bluetooth on and off until it just finally does it. Bluetooth is one of the bigger first world problems that we deal with. Oh, 100%. Like when you're trying to, I'll do that a lot where we have like a little Bose in the kitchen. So you're cooking, you're doing cleaning something, you want to listen to a show, you want to listen to music, whatever the case, and so you turn it on. And whenever we turn, whenever I turn that Bose on, it's always like connected to Andy's iPhone, Andy's iPad, my wife's iPhone, my wife's iPhone. And it's just like it's like, oh god, which one of these things? And then you press play on Spotify or whatever you're trying to listen to, and it it's just playing over your phone. Yeah, and I'm like, you just told me that we're connected. You just alerted me that we are a simpatico in this relationship, and clearly that's not the case. I'm so terrified of Bluetooth that when I go to the bathroom, I disconnect my Bluetooth and turn it off because <laughs> of what you watch on the toilet. Well, yeah, I just going through different videos. Like, what if I'm watching a highlight or something and it's like and he goes up and it's just like on a speaker downstairs. <laughs> and he goes up for the Duncan. I air! got a buddy who did that one time watching uh watching nudie films on his phone, not realizing that it was uh, attached to his Bluetooth in the living room and you just heard you just heard some faint noises. I believe he was in the shower. Who was at the house? Uh I think his wife heard oh, but no. didn't quite connect the dots of like did that did you hear well, how what is there? Something? <gasps> yeah, and that was coming faintly from the <gasps> The kitchen. That's a different kind of new yeah. movie, and uh, maybe I mean maybe that's what he was watching. I don't know. No judgment. He's probably in there trying to entertain himself. He's like, why can't I hear this? Why uh, it takes away the fun? You can't even hear what they're saying to each other. Did he get in trouble? I don't think he got in trouble. He got away with it. I think he got away with it. How do it. you watch porn on a speaker and get away with it? I don't know. Like, how, also, how does the woman? How does his wife not go? Oh, I know what that is. She's like, yeah, I'm just trying to turn you on, babe. It's like the worst music along with the most moaning. It's a start to a bad rap song. What do you want from me, okay? They're getting weird nowadays. There is a song on Dr. Dre's album that if you needed to, you could say it's this song on the Chronic 2001. It's like track 15. How do I remember it? (laughs) Because I I remember hearing it for the first time. I was in the car with my mom. It was awful. That's not good. It was not good at all. Not a good time to hear that. It's like when you have to watch a sex scene with your, you're watching a movie with your parents and there's a kind of a steamy sex scene. Yeah. And it's like, oh God, I'm so uncomfortable right now. Well, and also it was 2001. <laughs> I was 14 going on 15, and my mom's like, Brandon, James, (laughs) what is this? You know, when the middle name comes (laughs) into play, you're like, oh, no. Yeah, I'm in trouble here. Oh, no. So be careful with Bluetooth. That's the lesson of the day. Uh, Be careful in Utah. (laughs) Yes, very careful. Very big lesson of the day. The duck's (laughs) going down to Utah. Uh, Where are you sitting today? I'm kind of weirdly confident, as good as Kyle is. As much respect as I have for the program and Mm -hmm. the Utah environment, Mm -hmm. I'm kind of weirdly confident your team's going to kind of end up running away with this one. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't blame you at all for feeling that. I think as a fan, knowing how important this game is, it's hard to mentally quite get there until I see them take an early first half lead, and then I'm sure that I'll fully convince myself. I mean, like super tight margin until a certain point, and then like a breakaway touchdown and... Ducks are up thirteen. Sure, I just I I tend to agree with you in terms of I have a really hard time knowing what to make of Utah's offense. Like, I I don't question that they're getting better week in and week out. Like, I think from this point, as opposed to like a month ago, they're way better offensively than they were. Barnes has stabilized the quarterback position. He's way better than Nate Johnson. Vaki has given them a weapon that they can run it with or throw it with, but he's going to get a limited number of snaps because he's also an all-conference safety. They're a little bit more healthy at certain positions. The offensive line is back. Like, their offense is better. But I also have a hard time wrapping my mind around them being good enough to win this game. Yeah. Like I think Utah's defense is good and they're going to give Oregon some problems, especially on the road. Like it's a tough environment. It's going to be physical up front. I wouldn't be surprised at all if the score is way lower. This isn't going to be like an Oregon Washington 38, 35 kind of final. You tell me it's like 27, 20, somewhere in that range. I wouldn't be shocked at all. I just have a hard time seeing Utah's offense come up with enough plays to win this game. Now maybe the rice echoes edge, overcomes that, but I don't blame anybody who, I think our buddy Pate has talked about this all week of Oregon's been one of his favorite bets, less than a touchdown and as long as it stays there, he loves it. I don't know if he took it last night or not, but I have a hard time seeing Utah's offense score enough to win this game. Yeah, because anything you see a team do against defenses like Colorado and USC, you just don't take it that seriously, right? That's the tough part. They looked great last weekend, but they were playing USC. Well, and, you know, we had Bill on earlier, Bill Riley, the voice of the Utes, and I, I think he's – I mean, he has no reason not to feel confident. He's seen sure. Kyle pull off incredible coaching performances before, and, you know, getting through this and being 6-1 and one with no quarterback has been pretty remarkable, but, you know, this is – it's kind of where the rubber meets the road, man. This yeah. this is not USC. This is not a Colorado. This is no. maybe the the most complete team in the conference. And yeah, you know, it's kind of the last matchup since they're both going to different conferences. Uh day game excited ABC. I I don't know. I just think because of how one dimensional they kind of are, it 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 kind of serves it up for Oregon. Now, again, going on the road in college football, there's no given and Utah is incredibly well coached and disciplined. Yep. But you know, when you wanna be a playoff team, you wanna win the conference or go to a Pac 12 title game, these are the moments you gotta step up. And I, I just feel the way the two teams are built right now, health wise it just far leans Oregon for me. Yeah, that's another aspect of this game, where Oregon has somehow maintained health all season long. Like, Bucky went down late in that game. He landed on the football. He just got the wind knocked out of him. They've lost Whittington for the year... Uh, I'm trying to think anybody else. Is there anybody else they've lost? I mean, they've had guys miss a game or two here or there. Justin Jacobs, who was their big Iowa linebacker transfer, finally played his first game, so he just showed up in the lineup So last there you week. go. He got healthy. And he is helpful because he's one of those bigger linebackers that can help against physical teams that want to run the football a lot on you. So, yeah, the, the health of this team is remarkable at this point in the season. I can't remember the last time an Oregon team was this healthy, not come with it, it stays that way. Uh, and having Bucky back obviously is massive for their offense, if that wasn't a, a serious concern. The scary part and the exciting part about this weekend, and before anybody tells me, like puts the words in my mouth, I'm not saying that Oregon is going to win out. They have a chance to. They're gonna be favored in all their games, but it's college football. Crazy things can happen. The the scary and exciting part about this game, though, is that it is the toughest test in my opinion, remaining on your schedule. I don't think Utah's necessarily the best team you're going to play. I think Oregon State might turn into that, depending on how the next couple of weeks go for them. But that game being at Autzen is just massive, right? So your other two tough opponents that are left are USC and their or, and Oregon State, and they're both at home. And I, I have a hard time seeing them losing those games at home. Oregon just doesn't do that very often. And then you throw in a Cal game and you throw in an Arizona State game. So there's, like, that balance of, of being excited – about this chance, because if you get through this one, there really is a path the rest of the way for you to get there to the Pac-12 title game with one loss, Yeah, but the scary aspect of it is, this is Rice Eccles, it's Utah, and you never want to count Kyle Whittingham out because he's the best coach in the conference, and I don't even know if it's close. That's an interesting point, Swag. Do you agree with it? I didn't think about that till he said it. This is maybe Oregon's toughest, like, because Oregon State's last win in Eugene was 07? I believe 2007. The yeah. fly sweep, the yeah. sports bras?
5: Against Justin
3: Roper. Yeah. Uh, I'm
5: looking November twenty 26- seven. 16, the last time they won in Salt Lake. Who, Oregon? Oregon did, and that was a two-point win.
3: Yeah, it's been, I mean, that, I, they, I mean they, they don't play Utah every year, though. That's no, The last goal. time they were there was the Mario game, where they were down by 30 at the end of the first half and then punted to Britton Covey to fall down by 40. That was the last time they were there. Oof. And then, oof. A one-loss Oregon team going on the road late in the season. By the way, <laughs> we didn't talk about it all week. He had another coaching gap yes, last he did. weekend that almost <laughs> lost them. He ran the clock out in the fourth or quarter. No, yeah, he ran it out. They could have won the, yes. the game, and he, ran, he chose to run the clock out and go to overtime. And Miami fans were (laughs) beside themselves. He is a terrible in-game They had two timeouts in like 30 or 40 seconds left on like the 35-yard line in a tie game, and he decided to just take a knee and go to overtime. The amount of... He has to out-recruit his coaching so hard... I think, to ever get to where Miami fan wants him to take them. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know if that's possible. I I chuckled when Stanford joined the ACC because you know there's going to be one of those losses in there. (laughs) On the road at Stanford. No, no. On an ACC or a CW network game. (laughs) On the road in Dallas. In Dallas (laughs) against Stanford. Because Stanford and Cal can't afford to travel to the ACC environments and they don't want to make the other ones do it. So Stanford hasn't won a game in three years. Look at this. They're leading Miami in the third quarter. Dan Lanning does not have the win. That da- Duck fan wants to, you know, beat the chest over, but. What are you talking about? North Carolina in the Holiday Bowl, bro. <sighs> I'm like the last play. Stick that but, in your pipe and smoke it. But it is a much different feeling with this guy than it was the last one. Yes, because your losses have all been to really good teams. You haven't lost one of those head-scratching games of like, dude, that like Arizona State with Jaden Daniels, Stanford who won two games that year. Like you haven't had one of those. And and um, that, that, to me, is at least a good sign so far for Dan that he hasn't taken opponents lightly and he gets his team ready to play. But to your larger point, he is kind of look like... UCLA was a big win at the time last year. They were undefeated top 10, but that was UCLA, and they ended up running away with that game. Well, it was also a home game. There is and it was a, a home game, you know, sure. Having one of those big road wins is massive, no too. No doubt. Getting one of these under his belt would be big for him in year two, uh, because especially with the way the Washington game went, the fourth down decisions and all that. Would so. this be his biggest win? I it probably he, would be, right? I think considering the circumstances of where... you're at in the season the fact that you've already lost i yes i think this would be your biggest win yeah i think it would be too i don't it's not the best i don't know if it's the best team that he would have beaten but but that doesn't matter the context of the game yes it would be the biggest sometimes you need things like this like even though you catch utah slightly down going on the road at utah can you know they're already a confident team build more confidence yeah yeah. uh we'll get in oregon state at arizona coming up next though uh let's talk about the little bit of the uh, the Dame debut yesterday. Did you guys catch that at all? I did. I watched a good chunk of it. Okay, let's talk about that a little bit. A couple NBA dealings, and then we'll just kick it right back into football. We'll get to it next.
4: Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at two fifty. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 Months special financing only at ashley subject to credit approval no minimum purchase required minimum monthly payment down payment tax and delivery may be required see store for details
1: love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places well working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like t-mobile we have america's largest 5g network so whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at a coffee shop we have the 5g speed you need Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com slash network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com.
0: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours... The energy. The tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Trick responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
3: If you miss any of the show or shows here on 1080 The Fan, you can always check them out at the Service Patriots podcast at 1080thefan.com. Service Patriots is your home comfort solution for all your heating and air conditioning needs, check out the latest special offers for our listeners at ServicePatriots.com slash 1080TheFan. We'll break the line at 8.30 today. Not a whole lot to dive into. Uh, I want to pause a Football Friday. It still can be Football Friday. Still Football Friday. Let's harness the energy into the NBA where Damian Lillard made his Bucks debut last night on TNT against the 76ers. That he did. I got home. I missed this game because I told you I had all these things going on. Mm-hmm. Uh, instead of DVRing the Bills game, I was like, you know what? I'm going to DVR the Bucks game and then catch up on that. And so I went through it and I, you know, fast forwarded. But um, I saw the final score before I watched it, <laughs> and I'm like, oh man, they barely. I, I, somebody hit a three at the very end to like yeah. make it a one point win. But yeah, you know, they, it was kind of a back and forth game all day or all night. And Dame had a slow start to it. What did you make of seeing Dame? In a Bucks uniform, because Swag said something earlier that I want to get to. Okay, about Dame playing in Milwaukee. Yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, I I think I'd be lying if I would didn't say it wouldn't didn't hurt a little bit. <laughs> it's like, all right, there's our guy, and he's going for 39, and uh, he's hitting a big clutched three to kind of ice the game late, and uh, everybody's screaming for him. He was their leading point scorer. He got into a groove in the second quarter um, where it just it felt like he was scoring every time down the floor. And there there was mixed emotions of one, like, hey, I'm glad that he finally gets to play with a legit team and have a legit star around him. It's something he's never had in his entire career. But I there there is an aspect every time I see him in Milwaukee. This is part of the reason my Blazer fandom is where is is where it's at right now is I'm just reminded of all the mistakes and every time I watch him go out there and play at a high level with a team that's going to be a favorite all season long to win an NBA championship, I'm going to be reminded that we had him for like 10 years and we never put an all-star around him. Like we had 10 years to do that. We couldn't do it. And it's going gonna, it's gonna to bring that up. And so it's a, it's a mixed bag for me. Mostly just happy for him that he has a chance to win and play at a high level and a great atmosphere and play in big games. Something he hasn't been able to do in a while. But there definitely was a tinge of sadness and pain in watching watching him do it for the first time in a non-Blazer uniform. I, I mean, they did give him J- uh, they, uh, Carmelo Anthony. Yeah, they, that, true. Touche. That, i that take was, it back. That was the only all-star they put around him. That's true. He had Drew yeah. Eubanks as a center last year. I take it all back. Take it all back. You know, Swag, you said something interesting. I, I did a Jack Ramsey's late last night, and you were like, were they basically echoing Dirt's feelings of being yeah. sad?
5: Did it? I mean, you knew it was going to hurt, but then you see him with that group playing in a game like that on national team. Did it just I uh, hurt see, a little more.
3: I might have the wrong read here. I could be, you know, like uh, years ago. I was like, Anthony Davis is just as popular as Russell Westbrook, and you guys were like, "Shut up! You don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> this might be one of those moments. I the the people I hear from, genuinely, I think we're happy and not still living in this like we didn't do it for yeah. him or sadness. I and, think I think there's an aspect of people lying to their lying to themselves. Well, see, my mine is not a lie when I say I'm just kind of glad he got out of here. Sure, that's fair. Uh, it was nice I to have him here. I would have loved yeah. to have built around him, but yeah. like this has turned into a dumpster fire. Yes. You can call this a rebuild. The last three seasons have been absolutely dreadful for this organization, <laughs> and so like I'm glad he's going somewhere and getting a legit shot. It's also funny to watch a national TV game. And see people reacting as if it's the first time they've seen him play. Yeah.
5: Dame Lillard. Wow. Well, uh, that's just East Coast bias, quite frankly. <laughs> that's all that that
3: is. He's played for like 12 years. It's I know unbelievable.
5: That. I know that.
3: But it's just East Coast bias. I, I think the. The aspect of the crowd who is just like, I'm so happy for him. I'm so happy. I I think there's a bit of lying to yourself. I'm not lying to myself. I'm not saying that you are. I think there's a lot of fans that are doing that because there's also a lot of Blazer fans who are excited about the rebuild and it's like, yeah, fast forward to when this dude's like in the top three MVP conversation. Milwaukee's the number one seed in the Eastern Conference and the Blazers have lost 17 consecutive games by 35 points. I actually wouldn't put either one of those guys (laughs) in the MVP bet. I think they're going to cancel each other out. They probably will because they're going to trade off who's having the better nights and yeah. i also think it's going to be like fast forward to nba playoff time when we get to watch damian lillard finally play and have a real shot not just a fluky run at a western conference finals of like they're gonna that team's gonna to be tough to beat man yeah they're i was to be more really interested tough in the beat.
5: actual basketball there was a stretch there when the sixers made a run in the second half and and Giannis was just coming down and jacking stuff up and it's like he hadn't figured out yet Like, because when you saw him run, pick, and roll, somebody was wide open. Either Giannis was wide open, diving to the rim, or if they rolled with Giannis, Dame got a wide open look at a three. And they can just do that the whole time. (laughs) And then in the fourth quarter, Dame, the biggest thing was he was 17 of 17 from the line. So now in the fourth quarter, when they're trying to close out a league, Dame's going to, he might lead the league in fourth quarter points. Because he's going to have the ball. They want him at the free throw. Like the rest of the team was like 50% from the line. He's going to get all the shots in the fourth quarter or have the ball most of the time because he doesn't miss at the free throw line.
3: If I tell you
5: it gels a little better
3: than when it looked yesterday, because it was, to your point. So oh, I, it'll get better. Yeah. I think
5: I think Giannis has got to get used to it more than Dame. Dame, Dame will figure it out as a point guard. He fits in. He's, he's ho- played with a really
3: good big before in his career. It was a long time ago. He's played with one yeah, before. Yeah. <laughs> so he knows what he needs to do, and he did that interview with Haynes and Giannis, and you know, to his credit, he was like, this is his team, not mine. Like, he's there to be kind of a second-hand assassin, right? He hit the the go-ahead three that put him up by enough to win the game. Well, I think and-
5: you'll see I think the first quarter he'll be trying to get everybody else involved. Uh, you know, see, uh, Chris Middleton didn't get going really too much. He'll try to facilitate that or whatever. And oh, it's then- going to
3: be weird for a couple of those guys on that yeah. team. they got to figure that out. If, um, I, if I tell you, Swag, that they they figure that out? I, I have every belief that they will. Okay, so let's fast forward then a little bit. Then they're going to be really scary. Who would you pick to win between them and Denver if they got that far? Uh, I think Assuming I'm, everybody uh. has full health. God, is that not right that's now fun matchup, early really fun. on? That's got to be the match. If you, if you take your yeah. team and your fandom out of it, that's got to be from a viewership standpoint, the matchup. Right? Oh,
5: it would be absolutely amazing.
3: Yeah, it's hard to think of one that would be better because than that. I'm tired of the Boston thing. The, these young guys, they might Boston might win it. Those moves were good. Phoenix is a fraud because they're well, Phoenix. Th- yeah, definitely. They're fraud. three guys. Yeah, and
5: Drew Eubanks. <laughs> hey, cost him a second round pick. <laughs> but the the thing is, assuming everybody has full health, yeah. See, you can put Lopez on Jokic and yep. keep Giannis out of foul trouble. You can put Michael Porter Jr. on or, Middleton. Drew, or Drew um Drew Gooden on Did get the right Gooden brother? <laughs> Drew no. Gooden? No, who am I thinking of? Are you thinking of Drew Holiday, who's not on the team anymore? <laughs> no, 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 no. From the from Denver. Gordon. Sorry.
3: Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. Yeah.
5: Drew Gordon's oh, okay. his brother. Um so he That's can, not true. They can guard um they can guard Giannis then, and not have Jokic get into foul trouble. Yeah, and I think that's the most interesting thing is you have another big to keep your main guy out of foul trouble, and then so it boils down to Jamal against Jamal Dame. against
3: Dame, and those battles are wonderful. Those have been some good. Those have been good matchups when he was a Blazer. Those Denver Blazer games they they were, and Jamal Murray had Jokic to pass the ball to, and Dame had CJ step out of bounds. <clears throat> He's got Giannis now, though. I mean, that's great. It it's, <laughs> must be nice to just throw it up there to a Greek freak. Yeah, yeah. We always kind of dreamed, what would it look like if Dame got to play with an, another uh, star and now we're finally getting to see it? Dirt, I want to get to the NFL, <laughs> so I'll ask you this final question as Dame makes his debut with Milwaukee. I feel like it's Blazer fans just putting on makeup, crying in the mirror. Like, I'm so happy for him! I'm so happy! <laughs> as you watch your team get murdered at home by the Orlando Magic tonight. Kind of like the uh, the Joker with yes. Joaquin yes, Phoenix. Yes, dude. I'm so, like, we It's okay to be honest. Like that was, that was really sad yesterday. It's Man, okay to acknowledge that. I had a complete that. opposite feeling. Look, I don't, I, I don't knock I, I'm not saying that you're not telling the truth. I think you are. I actually am okay if you don't believe me. <laughs> yeah. No, but I also I, I, and I agree with the sentiment of like, dude, it, I am glad that he got out of here. Like, we, he was going nowhere. This is unquestionably the right move for his career. We were not serious people. No, we were not at all. We were the sloppy people in the relationship that wore sweatpants every day and now he's dating a, <laughs> he's dating a professional, okay? He has moved on and he's dating a serious adult and he's going to have a chance to have a lot of fun because of that but for me it just I will have a really hard time looking at him having success and just not think of like dude 10 years You you had 10 years man so ten years in February, you'll still be having that. Feeling? Yes, I will. Really, I will. It's okay. going to get worse as the year goes on. That was Game One of the regular season. Yeah. Wait till he's playing important games late in the year. Wait till he's in the NBA Finals and we get this matchup and he hits a dagger three over Jamal Murray. Oh. Wait till that happens. You're going to be like, I'm so happy for him. Damian Lillard,
1: <laughs> three pointer flies and he's got another
3: one! Oh. Man, Crowd's man. going crazy. He's pointing at the wrist. They build a statue of him in Milwaukee because he helped them win three straight championships. Why'd you do that? And I'm it's like, this, I'm just so happy for him, man. No. As our team is in the lottery again, and then we don't get the first overall pick. You know, we were a ping pong ball away from Wemby, right? That would have saved all of this. Don't worry. We're probably going to suck next year. And then Cooper Flag, who is the next great thing, the white, the Larry Bird, the next Larry Bird coming to the NBA. I'm sure we'll make sure to end up with the third overall pick in that draft and draft like a European big man who breaks his leg. Before he ever steps foot on an NBA floor, it's not Larry Bird. He's white Kevin Garnett. Get it right. How did Sam Bowie become European? <laughs> Dude, I was like, the last two days have been really rough for me as, as a former Blazer fan. Oh, yeah. The two days ago thing, all I could think about watching Wemby in the fourth quarter, because I watched a little bit. Now it's when I turned that game on of like, yeah, that's not going to haunt us for 20 years. This won't be the next thing that we bring up for 20 years. Hey, remember when we were one number away? Remember that? I was on a clock all day. I was doing a good job, and then like I didn't think the basketball was the thing that was going to get him like stop, you know, from rambling on. I didn't think that's what was going to do it. Pain and sadness, man. The Ducks better win this weekend. (laughs) Oh, it could be a rough weekend for you if they don't win that game. I'll actually be thinking about you if they don't. Like, (laughs) oh man, man, that guy's going through it. Send the welfare check, would you? Final thought: Swag plays that clip like an a hole. I'm gonna miss that. Like those moments when he would just hit the big three. Thank you. There it is. There Noda erupts and. He taps the wrist. They win the big game on TNT, but it's, yeah. Uh, Thank you. Thank you for waving goodbye, Swag, as we got to go to the clock, and you're an a-hole. Coming up next, uh, what's the thing catching your eye in the NFL? We'll get to that next on the fan.
7: Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service.
2: That's code H E R O ten for ten percent off at hero.co.
1: This is Tony Kornheiser show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else.
3: Well, we're going to have to get to our NFL thing at some other point. We have to We went a little long there. I didn't I did really didn't think you would get so emotional. It was it wasn't easy for me. I'm not going to lie. I'm not surprised you're here uh, feeling this way. I, I guess I'm surprised you're still still feeling this way. It's the first time I got to see it, man. It's the first game yeah, he's ever played true. in his career in a non-Blazer uniform, and I I see the the like somebody texted in, you know, I'm, I'm a Milwaukee fan this year, and it's like, yeah, that's that's great. I I appreciate the sentiment. I do, like, stop it. It's not the same. <laughs> Well, it's not the same as your team, but like I kind of understand what that person's saying of my team's going to be truly bad. I'm I'm going to root for a good team. Yeah. I'm just uh, my point and I have no problem acknowledging. It's very complicated. Yeah. Um and watching him win a championship, it, you're there's always going to be a, a sense of happiness for him unquestionably. Yes. But there will un- undoubtedly in my mind be a lot of sadness. Well, we also they might not win. I don't know if they're going to be Boston. Not win. Yeah. yeah, and Maybe they might they not lose win to Boston, or we get Miami gets hot again somehow, and we're like, how does that point guard? By the way, Jovich, DNP, Tyler Hero, seven of twenty-one. You know who was more upset than you yesterday? Who? Miami. Miami Heat fans. Uh, Search Damian Lillard, Miami Heat, and I hope X Twitter still sorts out things properly, and the amount of Heat fans pissed off. Because Pat Riley did some talking to the Associated Press. No, I didn't actually offer my full boat. Whoa! (laughs) But people were telling me they did. That's weird. Mm. And then he does the biggest lie of lies. No, we were never offering Tyler Hero. Come on, <laughs> who's that for? That was a funny thing. I don't. We, I I don't know if I wasn't here or whatever. When all the Tyler Hero stuff came out, of like, I'm glad I'm not in Portland. They didn't want me to you know, that kind of crap. It's yeah, like, you are on your baby moon. We played that. It's Like, dude, your own team didn't want you. Don't take shots at Portland. They weren't. What are you talking that was about? Exactly what we <laughs> said. The rest of the NBA didn't want you. That's why the trade didn't go through. is because Portland couldn't find a team to trade you to. Okay, so let's do this in October. Okay, because October is only a couple more days. Next week we're on to the turkey month. What are our feelings really going to be if he does it? Because swag, I—I'll be honest with you. I watched Clyde win the title, but the one thing I've always admitted about Clyde is I know how great Clyde was is for Portland when he played here. You lose a little context though when you're nine and ten years old. So like, yeah, I watched him win a championship, but I didn't. It didn't. I didn't grasp it. The emotions weren't. Well, tied it was to a little it.
5: different. There was a little more spite towards Clyde he kind of forced his way out
3: rather it, it, the situation was different he lied to himself that that, that he could stay with the team and then yeah. he comes back and realizes the team's trying to go away from him and yeah he he demands the trade out
5: so I, I I think there's a little more there's a lot more understanding of Dame's predicament and this is unfortunately the way it ended rather than I think there's still some people that feel a little like Clyde could have stayed here and
3: made it work. I'm still a little slighted towards him. Like you go to the hall of fame and it's just, Everything's yeah. Houston. Mm-hmm. You were in Houston for like three years. Yeah, the tough component of that, too, is going to the hometown team and winning a title with yeah, the hometown team. Sure, and I'm sure there's yeah an added layer of that cake. But like somebody, uh, this is what I love about Blazer fans. Back-to-back text. Somebody said, okay. Dirt's 100% correct on his Dame, and Blazer's take, he's speaking <laughs> the honest and brutal truth. Okay. The very next one, I feel more like a proud parent of Dame, <laughs> watching him go on to the big yes. time. God, yes. I just don't even. Oh, that's just some strict denial right there. That's make my wow. blood boil. What is wrong with you guys? He's, I'm super kinda excited. Right. I'm super excited for him. I'm still excited for the young guys in Portland and the tank. Let's go get another top three pick and watch the young guys grow. It's the best of both worlds. Stop with your sob story <laughs> narrative, Dirt. Like, dude, it's wow. not the best of both worlds. Yes. Like, yes. This is the kind of stuff that drives me nuts. I I used the wrong word about Blazer fans a couple of weeks ago. You're, you're, you're winding me up and letting me go now, okay? I don't know what you want from me on a football Friday. You've distracted me. Now I've lost my focus. It's a basketball Friday now now isn't it <laughs> look what i've done fast break friday how the fast turntables have turned <laughs> but this is the this is the part that that bothers me of like they're like I I am genuinely angry at this organization. That's yeah. And one off is not just going to wash that away. Of like, yeah, scooting shade, and this is great. Like, let's ignore what's happened for the last ten years. There are fan bases in different cities. Like the way Miami is treating Pat Riley right now, I think is a great example of it. That's not even a really good sports city. That dude took his team to an NBA championship last year, and they hate his guts because he couldn't get this trade done and he couldn't find a way to improve the team. And we're over here like, you know, I think. Chauncey's a good coach. (laughs) You know, he's really good at developing young players because we have a lot of proof to back that up. I just sometimes this fan base, man, it drives me absolutely bonkers. Well, I for one, it is the best of both worlds. We've raised Dame to be a great basketball player, and we've handed him off to the Milwaukee, Wisconsin region. Great. why don't we just be a G League? If team my then? wife ever leaves me, I, mean, I hope she goes and finds a man that's more attractive and more successful than me. I hope. I hope if she ever divorces me, good for me, you. Good I for hope you. she finds somebody that's like a professional athlete, makes a lot of money. That my kids will look. That's how good I want hairline. my great hair. Hey, hey. Whoa. Whoa. She's Whoa. Whoa. back it up. I'm out of here, dude. God, you wow. just. I like to report a murder. God, look at him giggling. He's
7: giggling. He's over there. giggling
3: like a fat little schoolboy. He took himself off the three cam too. He's over there. He's gonna piss his pants. He's <laughs> laughing so hard. Cap it away. Wow, that was a shot across the bow. I was gonna take a small <laughs> shot. You just came in and pushed <laughs> me out of the way. Like no,
5: watch out.
3: Hour number two on the fan.